This is the Video Junkyard Podcast. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-ape with the strength of 20 demons. And welcome back to another exciting episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Peterson. With me as always, my good friend and co-host, Eric O'Branson. Eric, how's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Pretty well. I've been inundating myself with mini monsters over the last few days, so I'm constantly... As have we all. ...looking under <laughs> well, things I mean... and around things to make... Well, yeah. Not, not just talking about children, but... Um, <laughs> We always are dealing with little mini monsters at some yes. point. Unfortunately, none of the films that we have reviewed or were reviewing in this block uh, are things that I would show my kids. Tonight's film, maybe. Tonight's film, yeah. I might... This would be the closest, probably, to. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have shown my kids Ghoulies. I don't want to explain all of that. And then <laughs> next week's show, we'll talk about that one. But yeah, that I, I don't want to explain that one. Like, yeah, I know it's weird, but. <laughs> this one was this one was a lot of fun though, and actually, I, you know, we, we do these forgotten franchise shows and we do these kind of theme shows, but it's it is really fun when you start noticing connections between films, uh, especially if they're done over a few years, maybe similar cast members, and we're going to kind of see some of that, uh, especially here in the next two, that's uh, yes. that are kind of yep. fun. Um, but I guess without further ado, we can jump right in if uh, if you're okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, cool. let's, uh, let's so go ahead. So tonight we're going to be continuing this conversation about small carnivorous monsters, mini monsters, whatever the hell we're calling this block, um, <laughs> with with a film that's probably again we're not covering Gremlins because this is Video Junkyard podcast. That's too big of a movie. And I yeah, would say everybody this, loves Gremlins, and if you don't loves, love Gremlins, fuck. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> no, I would agree. But I, I watch Gremlins at least once a year. It's one of Me my, too. my it's all my favorite, time one of my favorite Christmas movies. Yeah, really. Yeah, that that and Die Hard. Um, yeah. But uh, this one, I don't know. This one's actually approaching um, out of out of our league because there's there's been a number of sequels to this one there's an, there is a franchise there's been a, a new film that just came out this year that was a web series, web series but we're going yeah. back to the the very first one we're going back to the 1986 American science fiction comedy horror film Critters Of all the planets in the galaxy they chose ours <laughs> They hide in small places. This phone is dead. What? They like the dark. Jay, any luck? Just a minute. There's nothing cute about them. They've come a long way, and they're hungry. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
Tiger! Critters. <laughs> they bite. So this one, directed by uh, Stephen Herrick, which was his directorial debut. Um, it stars D. Wallace, uh, M. Emmett Walsh, Billy Greenbush, different Billy Bush, uh, yes. and Scott Grimes. <laughs> uh, also, another cast member uh, who's not listed in the original top billing, though, is uh, Nadine Vanderveld, which, remember that name. Um, yes. yeah. And the But the film, essentially... Uh, Again, this is another one. Everybody thought it was inspired by Gremlins, and uh, the uh, writer and director have all said, no, that's not the point. Uh, we've been working on this long before Gremlins. But remember, this came out like a year, year and a half after, so mm-hmm. it's, again, be unlikely that it would actually be. This one, more than Ghoulies, could, you know, technically, quote-unquote, be blamed for being a ripoff of Gremlins. There's, there's a few more similarities here than there were with Ghoulies, but it's... It still would be unfair in my mind to call this a ripoff of Gremlins. They're they're still very unique films. Um, Gremlins is kind of a straight up monster movie. Critters has kind of this hard sci fi edge to it that I kind of uh, forgot was there. But yeah, it's um, especially in the first like twenty minutes of the film, like it's pretty like hardcore vintage sci fi movie for a little while there. Yeah, and so uh, the basic. So if I can come up, if I can find a, a kind of a basic storyline, it's about little little monsters. It's about that, they essentially eat, they eat it's, it's yeah, it's about it, it's these. Uh, I think there's like a little more, a little under a dozen of these little kind of carnivorous hedgehog-looking aliens that escape their prison colony on an asteroid and come to Earth, where they land in, I believe, a small Kansas or Nebraska town, uh, Kansas farm, rural Kansas farm. Where they go around eating, uh, eating everything, and when they eat, they grow, they wreak havoc, they can shoot quills out of their backs, and meanwhile, the the prison colony sends two faceless bounty hunters to Earth to hunt these creatures, which are lovingly referred to as krites. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about the people that live on the farm trying to fight these things off. Um, so that's the best description I can give it. It's got kind of the old school, um, and what's funny is I think it was kind of contemporary with. Um, toby hooper's remake of this but kind of the old school like invaders from mars yeah um kind of got a yeah a really neat like 50s sci-fi feel to it and i think that's the thing that's gonna make this one and not that i think any of the three films we're reviewing are literally rip-offs rip-offs of gremlins that's gonna make this one the most similar to gremlins is because it's got that same kind of 1950s um you know small town invaded by monster kind of yeah. science fiction film feel about it um but gremlins has that as well for sure definitely with more of the science fiction feel um, yes yeah but uh i don't know this one i, I think so it came out in 86 watching it now in 2019 and we are currently in this huge trend of nostalgia culture especially of stuff from the late 80s going into the early 90s now right so yeah. shows like Stranger Things being so popular, we're seeing relaunches and reboots of all of these '80s and '90s films. Yeah, uh, over the last almost ten years now, we're we're really seeing this huge resurgence of all of these, um, which has been great. It's been fun. It's been kind of nice memory of it. But now we're starting to see, and I think Stranger Things is a good example of this, where we're seeing new programming, both television and, and movies, that are specifically trying to emulate the '80s. And mm-hmm. they throw in lots and lots of references. It's almost as if this film did that in its time. Because it's so full of 80s references and little gags and winks and nods. 
if you're into the nostalgia culture thing, watch this one because yes. it's full of it. I mean, little things like there's a a scene when uh, the, is it Billy Green? Is that the kid? I'm trying to remember who um, played who in this one. The kid uh, that was um, in Critters is Scott Grimes, I think. Scott Grimes go, went on to yeah. yeah be in quite a few other things. Um, yeah, Don Slow Keith Opper is making yeah. there's showing the behind yeah. the scenes here, and I'm not pulling oh. up his filmography fast enough. Oh. But yeah, has done a lot of work on TV, and certainly if you see him as an adult, as a recognizable actor, you've seen him in something. He's all over the place on television, at least, especially. But yeah, uh, but there's a scene when uh, he and the main character Charlie are lighting off firecrackers in the backyard, and they're blowing up stuff. And one of the things they're blowing up is a silver spray painted Star Wars Y wing toy. <laughs> which I noticed because that was one of the few Star Wars toy ships I had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know, that's a Y-Wing. Those are one of my favorites. Um, but there's also a little Ghostbusters reference in there. There is a, I think there's a Ghoulies reference in here too. Um, one Krite does get blown away coming out of a toilet. Uh, yeah. Yep. He sure does. And, and if that's not a nod to Ghoulies, it's, way too convenient and uh, much of a coincidence but uh but yeah there's just a lot of little references like that in here it, it has the same kind of tongue-in-cheek aspects to it that you would expect uh from even some of the things like gremlins and a lot of these other nostalgia films today so it's almost like a nostalgia film that was made during the time that it's supposed to be reminding you of it's it's very culturally aware for its time, really, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, but agree. And, and I and I think that the humor aspect here comes through pretty strong. I mean, this it has some legitimately funny parts to it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not maybe as um, deliberately over the top or like trying to be you know silly like Ghoulies was, but it it certainly has a strong comedy side to it as well yeah it's, it's i mean it's hard to make and, and gremlins is the same way um it's hard to make you know a, a, a little creature little carnivorous creature movie and not have some humor to it there's something kind of inherently funny about that well until it starts gnawing your leg off right it's just uh you know these little kind of and it's not that they ever seem non-threatening critters are kind of badasses actually they not only can they like chew through something in record time um, they also can shoot quills like porcupines, and in, in this film, at least, I'm not sure where in the sequels it, it lies, um, if they feed and feed and feed, they actually end up not being little anymore. They grow into, this This film actually has quite a large critter in it. At the, uh, yeah, it's about six foot film. tall. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you never see it straight on, really. You see enough of it to get the idea that this thing is pretty big now. And again, they're kind of hedgehog-shaped, but they walk around on two legs, or they roll up into a ball, and they can roll around, which is kind of cool. Um, and one of the one of the most humorous aspects of this film are these these little monsters speak to each other, and you get to see the subtitles. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's <laughs> and it's, probably it's, one of the funniest things. Yeah. And it's actually pretty, pretty funny. Uh, the sequels of this, the second film, Critters 2, was pretty popular. Um and that yep. one's a little different. At one point, they all join together. Instead of growing big, and that one you learn they can grow together to a giant Indiana Jones boulder type thing that just just eats runs through the else. countryside. <laughs> like yeah, they roll over something, and there's nothing but a bloody skeleton left, and it's it's pretty over the top and funny. But in this one, um, yeah, I mean the the 
the story's pretty good. The the two bounty hunters that come down, that's a really interesting aspect of the film. So they're faceless, shape-shifting bounty hunters. So when they land on Earth, they they look well. They're supposed to look through like popular culture music videos and stuff like that and pick a face to and a body to take the form of. Yeah. Um, so you've got one guy walking around and he looks exactly like this rock star uh, that everybody loves at the time. And then the other guy can't really pick one. So he ends up yeah, there picking seems the to higher be some hand. sort of like it, you can't just pick anything. It has to like lend itself to you in some way and I don't I don't know it exactly, but he wasn't like finding something that fit him. Right. So that's something they spend a lot of time explaining, but I think it's I think it's kind of cool. The bounty hunters are awesome in this. And they make a joke out of this every time like in this first one he's a a rock star um and that's kind of it's not really a joke in this movie but um distinctly i remember and <laughs> because probably because i saw it as a teenage boy but distinctly i remember in critters 2 the uh one of the bounty hunters um sees a playboy centerfold and shifts into a nude woman and spends probably half the film as an like completely nude woman with a big Oh that's gun. right. I forgot about that. <laughs> so um anyway but that's Critters but, too, not Critters. But, but I, I like the whole angle, though, that there's this asteroid prison colony for really, really bad aliens, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and the Krites escape. Uh, they hijack a ship, and that's you know the warden brings out the bounty hunters. So there's a whole backstory here to this, which mm-hmm. we didn't really get much of in, in Ghoulies, right? With the Ghoulies, right. it was like, ah, they're little demonic things that are brought you got a few seconds of yeah exactly like of oh look there was this satanic ritual and they were going to sacrifice the baby and then they didn't and then he grew up and now he came back yeah just like right but it's still a pretty self-contained story this one there's there's bounty hunters that are cool enough you want to know more about what they've done and this prison colony i kind of want to know like what what were the krites doing before that they got caught you know (laughs) right like what planet did they come from and yeah and yeah, and, and the, the shooting of the quills out of the back is a nice angle because it, it doesn't kill you, but it, it does make you pretty sick. Mm-hmm. So yeah, poisonous they, they've quills. Got, yeah, they've got these little poisonous quills. and um, But, yeah, overall, it, uh, the, the Ghostbusters reference I wanted to mention is the, uh, the dad has a, is a member of a bowling league, and their, uh, their logo is the Ghostbusters logo, but it's a bowling pin that looks kind of like the Ghostbusters ghost from the logo. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's little little nods and things like that uh this one i don't know i really had a, a good time revisiting this one i yeah this is I really this is really one liked it. i had seen many times um before and it's always been like a pleasant return to this is something i saw in my childhood and um yeah so it's like one of those rare you know movies we talk about that i actually did see when it was contemporary and when it was newish um and yeah, just uh, something that I loved back then, and I th- I feel like it's aged really well. Like it, 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 you're right, it fits perfectly into like this nostalgia age that we're living in, and it's just right at the right time that everybody's you know freaking out about the '80s with the Stranger Things stuff. And um, this movie is certainly something pro- that's probably getting a whole lot of love right now. That perhaps it hasn't in since, since around the time it came out. Obviously, it was popular enough to spawn. What what essentially has to be called a franchise at this point? Oh, um, definitely. I mean, yeah. There's there's three films, four films if you count the newest one and the web series. 
Yep, yep. So I mean, yeah, it, it definitely had. Um, it, it was it was definitely successful, uh, and and yeah, the I I haven't seen the newest one, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, I have not I haven't either. Yet seen it. Uh, you know the fact that D Wall. Oh, I forgot to mention Billy Zane. Yes, is, as the uh, boyfriend, is, <laughs> as the boyfriend in this one too, is uh, doesn't last long, but he's in it. Yeah, you see Billy yeah. Zane with hair, which yep. is kind of rare. Um, and, and D. Wallace Stone, stupid yeah, ponytail. a whole lot of it, yeah. And D. Wallace uh, Stone is in this one too. Um, D. Wallace, um, who else? Did, there's a lot of recognizable faces in here. Scott Grimes, uh, Lynn Shane is in this, or Lynn Shay, I guess. I yes, yes, um, that's right. Who is you? you it, she's one of those people you might not know her name, but if you saw her, you'd know her she's in a million movies. Well, um, she's been really successful with the um, uh, the Insidious films. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's in the Insidious film. She was Magda in something about Mary. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio stars in Critters Three. Yeah. Yeah. An early role for him. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if it was a first, but yeah, um, one of his childhood starring roles. Yeah. So I mean, th- this franchise was uh, was successful. I mean, it, maybe it's almost almost a shame we're not doing this one as a forgotten franchise. But yeah, I think seemed, originally it seemed we kind to of... fit wanted to but it just fit too well into it 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 did but Um, yeah i mean i i would uh i think honestly out of all of the the movies that we were doing in this block this one's probably been my favorite um to to revisit it's it's it would be hard to say otherwise and because i mean i i certainly love ghoulies in in its own right but to say it's a better film than critters would be wrong (laughs) critters is just this is an honest to goodness really good you know monster movie or um should i say it's a really good like sci-fi horror comedy monster movie i don't know it fits all of those things really well it fits so well and it's like the time it's made but it's kind of timeless at the same time same as gremlins like it's the only one i would could put on on par with that or in the same league um Mm -hmm. it's one i like quite a bit um and I do have to apologize. I've been a little distracted with scrolling through our Facebook page. I'm going to save this post now uh, because I knew this was an audience uh, pick of ours. Mm-hmm. Some the last time we put out the call, and I wanted to, I forgot uh, whose pick it was, and I I would feel like a real jerk if we didn't um, you know cite that. And so this movie Critters has actually been recommended multiple times by multiple people, but on the last call that we put out it happened to be madison smith who is a, a former co-worker of mine um that recommended critters so thank you madison for that yes thank you um if you're listening and um what we did this time around if you, if you guys have didn't hear kind of our plan of attack on scheduling the the um, next few blocks of of listener picks um is we picked a film or you picked a film, actually. The listener picked a film, and then we kind of we picked something that we thought was a good partner film to that. So it, really, we applied the same way that Joe and I pick all of our movies. Right. One of us will throw out an idea, and then we kind of theme it and throw out something that kind of fits with it. So that's how we came up with this. So so Madison's actually to blame for all three of these because we came up with three that we couldn't. Um, we decided to do all three of them. So uh, Critters was the pick that was the influence to have us do these tiny creature or carnivorous creature movies 
Um, so thank you for that, and sorry that I have been scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. I promise to keep this post a little closer to my <laughs> <laughs> uh, belt. So anyway, but, but no, yeah, I, back to critters. It's, yeah, so this was definitely a viewer inspiration, and I don't know if it was a good one or a bad influence, considering the other couple of films weren't as good as this one. And we'll talk about that other one next week. But um, <laughs> but yeah, this is. Uh, you know, one of the things we, we occasionally mention when we review films on the show is if this were to be remade today, would it be successful or not? And I, for this one, I would say it doesn't need to be. If, if you want to see 80s nostalgia culture kind of stuff, just watch this. It's, yeah, it's I think already, it's, already works. Yeah, and I think it's cool they're just going back and kind of doing new stuff with it. Um, rather than remaking Critters, they're just making new Critters movies new critters series you know um mm -hmm. i think the formula works um so you can take the critters and you can kind of put them into any situation and i think you can make an interesting film it's a perfect kind of thing for a franchise um i haven't seen any of the newer stuff i don't even know if i've seen critters four i know i've seen one two and three because i know i've seen the one with dicaprio um but i don't think i ever saw the fourth one it just came out this year well, no, the Critters 4 is 1992, and then there's Critters Bounty Hunter, which I'm not familiar with at all. Uh, oh, Critters oh, A New oh. Binge is the TV series, and Critters, Critters Attack, Attack is, is what the just movie came from, out. which would technically technically be Critters 5 if you don't count. I don't know what Critters Bounty Hunter is. I'm not sure. Um, that was that 2014, wasn't... a short film. Could be a fan film. I'm just kind of staring at IMDb, so I don't know. Uh, but, um Anyway, yeah, it's a certainly kind of a, a long-lived franchise, and the fact that it's still kind of kicking, um, I have unfortunately read the, the not-so-positive reviews of the newer, both Critters Attack and the, and the series, but um, I don't know, I'd certainly give it a chance based on the, the films that I've seen I've enjoyed quite a bit. And, and Critters, the original, is, is, is a classic. Uh, I think Critters 2 is almost just as good, by the way. Um, it's, yeah. it's a solid sequel. Also, one of my favorite films that um, Mick Garris has directed, was, who's a, a filmmaker who most people that are into horror are probably familiar with, just because of his um, contributions to the genre. But yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree. I would definitely agree. This is a fun one. I highly recommend uh, recommend this one for any of our listeners, whether you're looking specifically for a mini monster movie or not. It's a this is a fun one. This seems to be like a perfect film, in my opinion, for uh, for something like 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 the video junker podcast it's just yeah it even has it's, it's a fun a, one I'm, I'm really glad we, we that the uh, did this one be... bounty hunter gets to you know um yeah anyway it's got its own 80s rock song <laughs> it does it does i forgot about that they actually have a song and it's played prominently throughout the film for better or worse but uh -huh. uh, yeah. yeah this one's a strong so if you had to give it a grade what do you think um this one's definitely this is a B plus for me. It's not, it's not quite Gremlins. Like it's not going to be that movie I turn on every single year. Um, but man, it's it's like pure '80s fun. It's I don't know a great monster movie. The effects work really well. Like we didn't really talk a lot about the effects. Um, they're not a whole lot different than what we were talking about with Ghoulies. Like essentially, we're talking about hand puppets and rolling fuzzballs. But they make it work, and it works really well. Um, the critters as characters, although they're not as diverse as we were talking about with the ghoulies last week, 
um they're really funny like i i love the subtitles and like the kind of just shit talking that they're giving everybody um yeah the sci-fi elements of the film are actually really great kind of 80s it's definitely got an 80s flavor to it but um post star wars science fiction and they actually make it work um i they could probably not on the budget they made this make a whole film that way but i think it was it i bought it as a you know as alien locales and spaceships and stuff it was cool um yeah anyway yeah be definitely a b plus i'd give it a b plus too i i would put it up there i might even go a minus but i definitely definitely be at a b plus at the very very least um i love critters this is one i need to own and i'm mad i don't but yeah, um, this is one that. Well, I'm, I'm glad we have at least a digital a digital copy of it now, um, yes. <laughs> because it's one that I, I'll probably be revisiting again. Um, and it, it's this is one of those where yeah, there's all these sequels, and you know there were sequels for Ghoulies. I really don't have a desire to go track down the other Ghoulie films anytime soon, but I definitely want to start. I'll send you a copy start... of Ghoulies Three. Ghoulies go to college sometime, and you can uh, ah, and yeah, no, no, don't watch, don't watch it, don't watch yeah. it. <laughs> but <laughs> this one, I I do kind of want to. This is like a reminder, like, oh, you know what? I don't think I've seen all the Critters movies, and I kind of feel like I should, because I liked the first one, and going back and re-watching it, I realize how much I like it. Mm-hmm. I remember liking the second one, which picks up pretty much right after the first one. Yeah, I think it does, and, and it's got a lot of the same characters. like it, the, the same cast, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So um, Yeah, I remember yeah, the second Critters movie being solidly good. The third one I remember liking as a kid. Couldn't tell you from, you know... I couldn't tell you if it's any good now because I haven't seen it since I was a kid. But yeah, but but yeah, I, anyway, yeah, I would be certainly be interested in any any and all of these. I think the the new series is a produced for Shutter TV, the television streaming television station. Right. Um, just because we didn't mention that earlier, but yeah, if you are interested in seeing Critters, a new binge, I believe it airs on Shutter, and um, that is something that I have. <laughs> I periodically subscribe to things when there's like a movie I want to see and then I'm like, oh wait, I'm not really watching that so I cancel it. But I've subscribed probably two or three different times to Shudder. It's a really great service. Haven't seen the Critters show though. So. Yeah, yeah, but definitely on my list now. This has kind of reignited an interest in me. So <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you again for recommending this because this has been a, a real fun one. But yeah, uh, so I, I love, this is kind of why we started this podcast, is going back to movies like this. This is, this is the epitome of movie I saw when I was a kid that I absolutely love, and um, yeah, it was just a, a pleasant to go back and get to see it again, as a, um, which I will again, I, this is one I'm going to keep, this is one we we're talking early in the show about showing our kids, this is one I actually would not yeah. when they're two, obviously, but like later in life, this is what I'm going to be like. Make them sit down. And you should watch Critters because Critters yeah. is great. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think I'd show this to my daughter. I think I'd yeah. show this. She might get a kick out of it. Ghoulies, I don't want to have to explain all that, but this one, I I definitely show them. Yeah, but uh, but anybody, well, I think out you have there to be a certain uh, age yeah. to like something as stupid as Ghoulies because I yeah, yeah. Lee, it is it's a, it's it's that kind of a movie. This one, I think anybody who sits down and you know even has a kind of an interest in sci-fi or either nostalgic or like sci-fi monster movies they're gonna get a kick out of this because it's fun yeah so. yeah but what about anybody else who's listening out there have you seen critters or what are your thoughts on it what about the sequels have you seen the new ones uh or the series we'd love to know what you think about them 
Feel free to uh, send us an email at videojunkairpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at videojunkpod or on Facebook or our Facebook group, Video Junk Air Podcast, the group. Uh, feel free to drop us a line with all your questions, comments, criticisms, witticisms, or any feelings you have on these films and agree, disagree with our reviews. We would love to uh, hear what you have to say. And coming up on the Video Junkyard Podcast, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag because it's going to be a challenge. Next week we are going to attempt to spend an entire 30 minutes talking about Munchies. Yes, it is another of the yeah. small creature movies. And um, if you've seen Munchies, you may understand why I'm a little hesitant to see how that's going to go. But uh, looking forward to attempting to make Munchies entertaining. And um, also coming up on the podcast in the coming weeks, we have uh, Space Camp. Real genius. We're going to take a look at the feature, or sorry, the theatrical Tales from the Crypt films uh, mm-hmm. from the 90s, as well as some young adult Halloween stuff uh, right around the, the holiday there. Um, after that, we got a lot of really great stuff throughout the end of the year. Um, sometime Barry Lyndon, and um, yeah, just a lot of good stuff coming up all the way through next year. So I want to thank everybody for uh, listening in on the Video Junkyard podcast, as always. Uh, I'm Joe Peterson. I'm Eric Branson. Have a good evening. You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. You just can't let them go. Go. Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash video junkyard podcast on Twitter at video junk pod and on Instagram as video junkyard podcast. All one word. Want to thank you again for listening and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the video junkyard. <laughs>